My name is Randy. I'm an alcoholic. Randy. Uh, congratulations to the people that took chips tonight. My birthday is also November 17th. So I just turned four a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's funny because it's probably one of my least favorite ways to be of service, like getting in front of a woman <laughs> that I don't know and the person that invited me didn't even show up. But it's all you know, it's always a pleasure to come out with my sister, you know, help her participate in her sobriety. We share a lot of the same stories. So, you know, I want to thank you once again just for having me up here tonight. So I mean, my story is probably no different from the rest of you guys. You know, I grew up in a broken home. Uh, foster home was in and out, you know, from the age of five. But it didn't matter what kind of home I was living in because I could have been in a good home or in a bad home, but I always knew I didn't belong in that home. You get what I'm saying? So even from a young age, it's like, I'm just not welcome here. And, you know, that's just me being uncomfortable in my own skin. You know, I didn't realize that until I started getting older. As time went on, you know, I'm going to school. I'm the quiet kid, but I'm the popular kid, but I'm the bad kid, and I'm all mixed in one. You get what I'm saying? It just didn't make sense. You know, if I'll, I'll have all these friends in one area, and then I'll turn around and switch areas, have all these friends in that area, and it just was never enough for me. You know, I could have had a chance at a good childhood, but myself, I wouldn't get out of my own way. You get what I'm saying? But, uh, but regardless, you know, here I was, you know, on my journey, and I felt like, I had to just be the worst kid in my area, you know what I mean? That was the easiest way out for me. So I thought I had to be the badass in the schools, always getting kicked out, always picking the fights. I started going in and out of doing all at the age of 13. And I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Now, mind you, my first time, man, I wasn't that tough guy that I wanted everybody to think I was. You know, I was scared shitless. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when I got out, it was a whole different story. You get what I'm saying? I'm the only one at my age. You know, I'm up and down the block, I'm terrorizing the streets. And I just thought, you know, that's where I belong. It was around the same age when I started picking up with drinks, you know, drinking and uh, smoking a little weed here and there. You know, we just used to do it because it was a thing to do. I didn't realize I had a problem with it until, what, about the age of 15. I remember one night I was drinking, I blacked out. And, uh, and I put holes in the wall all throughout the house. You know what I mean? That was my way to cope with all the things that I was dealing with, you know, growing up. Um, and it was for no reason, something that didn't even have anything to do with me. My sister had this POS boyfriend, you know, he was mistreating her, so I thought it was a good idea to destroy my own. <laughs> and that's what I did, though. But thinking back now, it's like, you know, I realized, like, alcohol was a solution for me. You know, I didn't know how to cope with my own anger, um, the situations I used to, you know, I grew up in. And, you know, I would turn to alcohol. It didn't matter what I was doing. It didn't matter if I was sad, happy. It didn't matter, it didn't matter if I was celebrating depressed, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go pick up a drink. And that's how I'm going to start my day. You know what I mean? And it went on like that for the longest time. Just as a youngster, man, you know, I know a lot of you guys can relate, but I'm talking every day. I was always in continuation schools. You know what I'm saying? So I never got a chance to go to a regular high school and have actual adult supervision. So, you know, me, I'm you know, at the liquor store in the morning before school starts, I need to steal a bottle of Cisco. I need to get a pack of cigarettes and I need to go about my day, right? And I got a reputation for that, you know, just growing up. And that just stuck with me, you know, stuck with me through time, all the way until, up until I got sober, to be honest. But, um, you know, now the ball is rolling. You know, I, I ended up meeting my, my daughter's mom. I'm about 17 years old. She ends up pregnant with my first child. And uh, 
And you would think now it's time to get my stuff together. I got a father that was never there. You know what I mean? You would think that I would try to be a better person, you know, for that little girl than my father was to me. And that just wasn't the case. You know, it doesn't matter what you put in my life because without a solution, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing. You know, and that's what I did. <laughs> I did that for a while too. You know, so I, you know, I got this brand new baby on the way. Me and her can't even get along. I'm still drinking. Now I'm using other things. You know what I mean? I'm doing it like it's nothing wrong with it. You know, my daughter's watching me. She's growing up looking at me doing this. And, uh, and I think it's just the way to live. I think it's the way to live with that. And it's just never changed, man. It's just, it just never changed. She done left, took the kid, and I dove deeper into my alcoholism. You know, I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, appointing a return when they feel like suicidal. They feel like, you know, they're you know, ready to off their self because, you know, they just can't find a way out. And I was definitely there. Now, don't get me wrong. I never felt like off of myself, right? But I might go through something that'll put me in a situation where I could be killed, you know what I mean? Or I could end up in prison for the rest of my life. And that's what I did on a daily basis. And that's the only way I could get over the pain that I was experiencing. You know what I mean? And uh, long story short, you know, I spent a couple of years in and out of the county jail and out of the prison. And, um, and every time I went to jail, I knew something had to change. I just didn't know what that something had to be. You know, for some reason, I thought, you know, if I get caught pimping, you know, I must start selling dope when I get out. But if I get caught selling dope, I'm going to start getting licks when I get out. And that was my way of making the change that I had to make, right? It wasn't until this last time, and uh, I was out to, it's funny too, I was out for two weeks. I'm thinking I'm doing everything the right way. I get pulled over on the gun charge. And uh, and boom, just like that, two weeks out, I'm right back in prison. I remember calling my sister, like a little baby too, you know, we ain't got no mom to call. So I called her asking for help and stuff, for some money on the books. And like, hey, big sis, man, you know, help me out. And she's like, yeah, I got you, bro. When you get out, you know, I got you. You're going to come out here to Orange County with me. I'm going to take care of you. We're going to get you back on your feet. So in my head, I'm thinking I'm going to move into a mansion. <laughs> and that's not what it was, you know. I got out. I had couch to sleep on. Maybe something. It's funny, too, because they actually took the, the paper suit off my back when I, when I hit the gate. You know, I had to, you know, parole in my boxers. You know, I, I rode up the street like that. But, uh, but that was my, you know, that was my experience. You know, that was my introduction back into the world. And uh, when I got to her house, I'm thinking like, oh, okay, I'm going to sleep on the couch. I'm going to give me a job and I'm going to get everything together. I'm not even knowing what alcoholics anonymous at the time. You know, uh, she set me up one night like, hey, man, you want to go to a meeting? What's that? It's going to be girls there. Okay, bet. <laughs> I get to the meeting. It's definitely girls there. But once again, you know, I cut my own skin, right? You know, I'm such a pussy. I don't even want to talk to them. I'm like, they look, you know, they look rich. You know, they look this, that, and the other, everything I've ever had. And, uh, but what it did, it kept me in the door. You know, I got to the meeting and people, they stuck their hand out. They greeted me. Um, and that's, you know, that's something, you know, I'm forever grateful for. I'm forever grateful for that. Because had they not, I probably wouldn't even be here today. I would have cut and run. I mean, I'm so sensitive, right? You know, I'm so volatile. Like, you say something wrong to me, we could either fight or we just going to run away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got time for any of the antics, the BS. You know, we could joke around, but at least get to know me first, right? You know what I'm saying? At least ask me my name. Right? But that's exactly what I got when I went into Alcoholics Anonymous. A couple weeks later, she drops me off at the rehab, <laughs> which I was mad at as well, because I didn't feel like I needed a rehab, right? I just needed to stay out of jail. I needed a job, and I needed to give me a car. But, uh, but honestly, you know, these situations saved my life. Because when I look back at it today, I couldn't even... 
hustle up six months out of jail. And I'm talking from 13 on up. You know what I mean? I just couldn't do it. I couldn't, you know, I kept breaking the law. I kept getting loaded. I didn't see anything wrong with what I was doing. It wasn't until I got to Alcoholics Anonymous that they actually taught me how to be a man because that's what, you know, they actually did. You know, I didn't know how to go find a job. I didn't know how to keep a job. I didn't know how to take care of my responsibility. And that's what I learned right here in these rooms. I learned how to welcome people. And it don't matter where they come from. It don't matter what they look like. It don't matter what they smell like. You know what I mean? But I, I found out, you know, that's, that's what we do here. And that's what I did. You know, the treatment center I went through, it was, it was an intense treatment center. You know what I mean? I thought it was modern day slavery for a second. You know, <laughs> Paying laws, fixing gates. And I'm like, yo, I don't even know how to use a power drill. You got me out here sweating, doing all this stuff. And um, But it taught me, though, like, you know, sometimes you got to just put in more than what you're going to take out. And that's what I did there. Now I work at that same treatment center today. <laughs> you know, Sponsor, you know, get you a sponsor. He ain't got to be your friend, and let him take you through the steps. Thank you. 